Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Roman Balin, who is the founder of Dudilio, an expert network focused on M&A due diligence. Roman, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Our pleasure. Let's go back in time. How did Dudilio get started? Uh, like all great things, I started Dudilio to solve my own problem, honestly. Um, I started my entrepreneurial journey around 2014. I started a consulting company selling data to hedge funds. Then I sold that business a couple of years later to a market research firm. And uh, I, I had the personal uh, trouble finding uh, the right deal team kind of assembling my deal team, whether it's lawyers, accountants, whatever. And uh, it's not that I couldn't do it, but it took a long time. I had to go through my network, interview a lot of people. It was just not a streamlined process. So I thought that there has to be a, a different way. So I kinda, that's kind of how the idea was born. Uh, a couple of years later, I started uh, a newsletter called The Business Inquirer, where I highlight interesting business acquisition opportunities. It's basically talk about the M&A, SMB M&A space. And through that newsletter, I had a lot of subscribers uh, ping me about, hey, do you know a lawyer that focuses on this area? Do you know a financial due diligence consultant? I'm looking at this SaaS business. Do you know someone that can help me? analyze it. And uh, I got, uh, you know, receiving, um, started receiving enough of these pings where uh, kind of a light bulb went off. I remembered my own pain point and I thought, okay, something like this should exist. There's a marketplace for everything, right? Why isn't there one where uh, folks who are doing smaller transactions, you know, lower middle market, one to 25, one to $30 million transaction size, they can go post their needs, receive proposals, and um, easily hire someone. So that's that's kind of the origin story, a little bit of my own pain point, a little bit of crowdsourcing. All right, well, that makes total sense. Now, I know this isn't your first business venture. Uh, just out of curiosity, what did you do before Dudilio? Uh, I started a legal tech company. Uh, my wife is an attorney, so uh, we started a legal tech company that's basically a project management software tool for uh, transactional attorneys. Uh, I started the newsletter. Um, I bought, sold a couple of service, online service businesses, personal branding, resume stuff. So I've kind of always been in this, um, I don't know, entrepreneurial space. So I have kind of a, a wide range of experience. All right. So now let's talk about how you've grown Dudilio over the since inception. 
Yeah. So we haven't done a lot of paid marketing. It's all been organic. So I launched Adilio in April of last year. So it's still a relatively new venture. Uh, we've done over 200 projects uh, over that time period. And all of our growth has really been through uh, word of mouth through my newsletter. It helps to have a little bit of an audience, of course, yeah. uh, and the partnerships. So we are the official due diligence provider for a lot of online business marketplaces like PriffSource, Interexo, BizNexus. Um, so that, of course, helped a lot. So when someone looks at a business listing on those platforms, there's a button that says, hey, do you need help with due diligence? Click here. And that's where we get involved. So, and of course, posting it on social media, you know, we've been lucky where uh, clients really seem to like what we're doing. So they spread the word. So it's all been a, a lot of organic growth. And how does Dudilio itself uh, generate revenue? So we make money uh, from referral fees from our service providers. So we have over 190 service providers part of our network. If uh, we bring them a client who works with them, we get a certain certain percentage revenue share. So it's not a pay-to-play model. We really focus on having the best service providers that are right for uh, for the deal size and right for the type of project. So your an oversimplification would kind of be like you're a pre-vetted industry specific, you know, specific referral network where you bring the vetted providers and then the investors, the deal, the people doing the deal use your network and then you get paid almost like an override on everything that happens. Pretty much, yes. Uh, I think of us as an online marketplace. Uh, so very similar to maybe uh, UpCouncil, which is for legal, uh, Catalant, which is maybe for uh, you know consulting projects. We just happen to focus on a very niche uh, due diligence, whether it's for business acquisition, sales, or investment. Exactly. Okay. And then... Obviously, you're providing the expertise in terms of bringing that network together. How do you vet the service providers? So we have a multi-step vetting process. So first, a lot of the providers on our network are, A, either ones that I've personally used through kind of my previous uh, acquisitions and sales, or ones that were recommended to me through my contacts. That's how I seeded the network. I think I started with around 30 providers. Um, Every new provider goes through a vetting process where uh, we have a phone conversation. So there's an interview. I do an extensive online uh, search. Basically, you know, if someone's a CPA or someone's a lawyer and they're applying, I want to make sure, see what their ratings are, make sure there's no lawsuits or adverse actions that I find online about them. I review past work. So I want to see samples of what a uh, deliverable would look like. And lastly, not always possible, but sometimes uh, I do like to talk to past clients, one or two past clients that they can uh, vouch for this service provider. That makes a lot of sense. Now, how are service providers finding you to want to join to the network? That's a good question. Right, because eventually uh, I, your warm network yeah. runs out, even if everybody refers somebody else. Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, at this point, I think we're getting good brand recognition in the community. So we have a lot of... Let me think, probably three to four new service providers apply to join the network on a weekly basis. Now, uh, as a marketplace, you want to grow responsibly, right? So if I get uh, two projects a week, uh, I, you know, I don't want to have a thousand service providers because that way 
it's it's too confusing. No one makes money, and it's uh, too many proposals to share with the clients. So uh, I try to kind of grow responsibly and limit the number of providers that are able to join. Uh, so a lot of times I go out and. Um, seek providers who I know have done a good job in the past that maybe someone told me about, or just through word of mouth, people hear about Dedilio. And how are the end user investors, how are they finding Dedilio? So again, it's through word of mouth, social media, uh, through my newsletter, Twitter, uh, kind of all all over the place. Uh, I haven't done paid marketing yet. Um, We're relatively new. I want to focus on organic. Uh, so it's, it's really through organic channels. And then um, talk a little bit about um, an example of a deal that got done 100% on your platform. Who were the, you know, what were the investors looking for? What was the cert Dudilio able to provide? And then kind of talk about how that worked, how, how that all the way flows through. Yeah, so uh, we have one client who's been with us for for a little bit through a whole project. Uh, they required a multi-specialty medical practice in the Northeast. I think it was four offices. Uh, first, they came to us for pre-LOI due diligence. So they wanted to find a subject matter expert who uh, knew the space that they can uh, ask some basic preliminary questions to help them figure out whether they should move to the LOI stage or if the business didn't really have enough you know, enough meat on it. So we helped them source that. Once they got to the LOI stage, they uh, asked us for attorney recommendations uh, for someone that specializes, that had, has this specific experience. And, um, and I'll actually share, we didn't have someone, an attorney in our network that had this experience. So we went out and sourced, helped them source the right professional. And we found a firm in Boston, boutique firm that kind of fit exactly what the client was looking for. And we made that introduction there. And actually, it just happens to be today, this morning, I got another request from the same client that now the deal is closed. And they're looking for someone to be kind of an outsourced or fractional CFO type role who has this experience, who can come in and institute some processes, uh, put some systems in place and uh, basically help them uh, run the financial function of the business. So you can see kind of the progression there. Uh, we help them with pre-LOI due diligence, finding an attorney, and then kind of post-integration support. Yep. And you've got, I believe, over 189 projects completed, probably more than that now. Well, that, yeah. um, talk about how, uh, what type of industries have those deals been in? Yeah, that's a great question. So most of the projects we see are, uh, they come from searchers, independent sponsors, small family offices, uh, and small private equity groups. Most of the projects are for Main Street businesses, therefore manufacturing, healthcare, uh, home services, landscaping, HVAC. So businesses that are kind of popular with the lower middle market, with the search fund, ETA community. I was going to say, is there any, um, obviously you've got the acquirers and the service providers, is there a spot in your network, in your marketplace for, you know, would-be sellers who want to sell their company? Not in the marketplace, but we can connect them with uh, folks that can help them prepare their business for sale. So yes, we have worked with business sellers that uh, need some guidance about the process. Maybe they need an attorney. Maybe they need uh, to put together the SIM, maybe put together the financials. Uh, so, So yes, we work with both sides of the transaction. 
Okay. And it sounds like, um, how do you differentiate yourself from the competition? Do you have other, other marketplaces trying to do what you do? Not really. Uh, because yeah, uh, and I shouldn't say that because now, now someone's going to go start a competitor, uh, <laughs> but not really. Uh, we focus on lower middle markets. One thing. Second is we, um, we cover different, uh, a wide gamut of projects. So on our website, we offer, or our service providers offer over 20 different types of due diligence. So yes, uh, there's places like up council and contracts council where you can go source an attorney, but you can't source a financial due diligence professional, a lawyer, or a background investigation in there. For us, we can help you source anything from finance, legal, technology, background investigations, insurance, HR, um, operations, market research, commercial due diligence, uh, subject matter experts. So I think we're more of a one-stop shop where we can help you with uh, any type of due diligence or even post-integration support uh, that you require. That is fascinating. You know, now that you, you've grown so much all via organic and word of mouth, what's your biggest challenge now? I think it's continuing to grow. That's the biggest challenge. Uh, you know, it's, it's a very easy sell. We're free to use. So I, uh, you know, I, I don't have to provide a sales pitch. Luckily, I, I'm a terrible salesperson. So, and, and this is a great, this is a great business for me where I don't have to tell anyone. We're free. We get paid by the service providers. Come to us. You don't like what we do. You don't have to use it. Uh, there's no obligation. Um, we'll save you tons of time, tons of money. And I think our biggest challenge is just getting the word out because this is new. This hasn't existed before. And when people find us, they're like, wow, I, I wish I knew about you earlier. So it's a, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Uh, I love helping people. Again, just this morning, literally someone uh, sent me a review of a provider that we connected with. They said they're a first-time business acquirer. Uh, I posted on Twitter. You can actually read the review. And uh, they said that uh, the person I connected with connected them with uh, saved them 20% off of the purchase price and there might even be more savings. It's a person that did it for about a third of the price of other service providers who they spoke to. And they, I mean, it, it was an amazing, uh, just an amazing review, amazing to hear. That's what I enjoy the most. Those are the types of things that really uh, motivate me to do this. I know that you track the number of service providers on your platform, the projects completed, the subject matter experts you've got access to. Um, do you have a number? Or are you allowed to share it in terms of if you've gotten 100 and almost 90 or more projects completed, what the dollar value of those transactions is? Huh, I don't share the gross market value of the platform. Um, I haven't even calculated it. I'll, I'll, I, would, I'll I mean, as a marketer, I'd be really curious to see, yeah. hey, you uh, know, we have $200 million in deals done or whatever that number is. Yeah. So average deal is, I'd say, $5 million transaction. That, that's, that's so you may be somewhere, somewhere between half a billion and a billion dollars in transactions done on your platform. Could, could be. Yeah, yeah, the smaller I, ones. There's definitely yeah, a million find, dollar. Right, I would thousand. find out because that would yeah. you could certainly use that in your marketing for sure. <laughs> yes, yeah. There's still a lot of things uh, that I have to do. I just implemented Airtable to keep track of everything. Uh, so. <laughs> who is an ideal business acquirer for your platform, and then who are the who are the ideal service providers? If there are any of our listeners want to be part of it. 
Yeah, ideal client, business buyer, seller, intermediary, uh, really anyone in the M&A space who's doing deals in the lower middle market between 1 and 25 million, 1 and 30 million transaction size. In terms of, you know, in one sense, it's a narrow market. In another sense, it's really any, anyone that's doing kind of these size deals. Um, on the other side, it's uh, someone that works with this market. If you have a either specific domain expertise, right? If you're a subject matter expert, maybe you yourself operate in a manufacturing business or a healthcare business, and you want to do some consulting to help people who are acquiring a business, come to us. We'll find clients for you. If you're a CPA or marketing due diligence, really anyone that is interested in helping uh, people who are acquiring or selling a business um, go through that process. We're happy to talk. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We, we know your time's incredibly valuable. Uh, I got a page of notes of ideas. Um, <laughs> we're going to get you booked on some other podcasts that we produce for sure. For our folks watching and listening, go check out do, D-U-E, Dilio, D-I-L-I-O.com. This has been Seth Green with Roman Balin. Roman, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's great. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time.